0: Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless.
1: Searching for clues to discover God's mysterious plan for your family? Then don't change that dial. Join us now in our discussion of the Mystery of Parenthood. Here are your hosts, Trey and Stephanie Cashin. Good afternoon. Uh this is Trey, and this is the Mystery of Parenthood. And Stephanie is here. We're mm, Right <laughs> under the been, wire. Right under the wire. This, <laughs> I sound uh, a
2: little out of breath, it's because I am. Oh uh, <laughs> man.
1: So uh, anyway, we'll um I'll begin with prayer. We're gonna talk today about about Advent and and kind of the liturgical year and um, what'd you say? Yeah, I got the prayer. She's going to say the prayer. Yeah. All right. I
2: got it. I got you. All right. In
1: the name of the Father,
2: the the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, May prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the Church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Family of Nazareth, pray for for us. us. St. John Paul II, pray 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 for us. us. All right. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit, Amen. Amen. Yes. So, yeah, we'll be talking about, we decided to uh, start to get a uh, get a little jump start on uh, on Advent.
0: Yeah, um, good morning, you guys. Good, good morning. to see y'all. Y'all are physically flip-flopped this morning. You're yeah, sitting in the opposite chairs. Right is this, a morning. New, this morning is there something was... new for the new just liturgical not, year? Like, uh, no. Just switch
2: it up a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, before y'all get rolling, I just wanted to, uh, I promised my four-year-old son, he was telling me this morning when I left, he said, you know, Pop, I really, I don't want you to go to work today. I want you to stay home and oh. just please stay, don't leave. Aww. So I promised him that I was going to say hi, Matthew, to him on the radio. I was going to tell him hello when I was on the radio this morning. So if you're listening, Matthew, I'm saying hi and <laughs> I love you and I will see you tonight.
2: Yay. That's so Hey, great. Matthew. <laughs>
0: that is so awesome.
1: Matthew, you got and
2: a great. And Matthew, dad. you can call us and at Mom, 85 too. Love Red Sea 855-683-7332. Yeah. You can tell us one of maybe your favorite advent traditions at your house.
0: Good idea. Call yeah, in, Matt. Yeah. Give us a jingle.
2: Give us a little ring a ding and we will love to hear what what um and all of you out there, we'd love to hear as we're talking through today some of the things that we enjoy and some of the traditions that um, we've had as a family of origin, our, our family of origins, as well as our, our created family. Um, it's, uh, it's always more fun when you guys join in and, and, uh, and let us know what, right. and what's so, going on in your world.
1: And I think, I think it is a lost, I was just listening to people, you know, I, and I've noticed, it seems like every year, I mean, it almost like school starts in September and Christmas lights go up. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> or uh, Halloween ends and, and Christmas, Begins, and um, I think that the rhythm that the church has set over time with regard to the liturgy and how we go throughout a year gives you know some tempo to life, you know, gives some rhythm to life, and and allows us to continually focus on what it means to be Christian as we go through it. But it but it but it does mean that we. We certainly would be if we follow the way that the church has kind of handled things, we we certainly will be countercultural. Um and maybe that's a good thing. I mean, uh because it's well not maybe it's a good thing. I know it's a good thing because it does point to the way we should prepare. I mean Can I
0: can I rant a little bit on that with you? Sure. Yeah. I feel like this year especially is it's really the first time I've noticed maybe you have a different perspective. You've noticed it already in years past, but I feel like this year for the first time, in my opinion, this created holiday uh, or created day of Black Friday has finally overshadowed Thanksgiving in significance. Mm -hmm. That seems to be more important now than the Thanksgiving day.
2: Yeah, well, I think because of our online um, issues, it, they have um, extended Black Friday to start Wednesday. I mean. So, yeah, Black Friday is no longer the day after Thanksgiving. It's the Black Friday. I mean, I've been watching. It's out of control. The two, yeah, I've been watching the Tuesday papers come in, you know, every um, every week with the, the Black Friday. I mean, they might as well be blinking neon signs. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it has. Um, and for some reason, I mean, I know there's always, um, you know, kind of a handful of people that you know put up their lights early. And, and who knows? I mean, I, I'm, you know, we're not here to judge. I mean, some people may be going out of town and it's, you know, it's the side of convenience and ease or, or whatever. Um, but um, I just for me this year, I've noticed like tons of people like already have their Christmas tree up. And that I mean, I'm just like, I haven't even shot. For Thanksgiving Day dinner yet? <laughs> 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 I mean, it's yeah. So I, I don't know. I,
0: We're the curmudgeons on the show, guys. So if know. you have a different well, take on this, you know, yeah, call in and, and help us not help
2: us to yeah be help so us to see gr- this
0: grouchy about all, all of this. But I just see the hallmarkization of Christmas and Thanksgiving here with with the Black Friday thing and
1: yeah, talk about yeah.
0: commercialization of. Yeah. Of our existence.
1: And, and I think I think that, you know, it's one of those things that um, it does keep pushing forward. It's kind of like one of those things that there's a little bit of leak and it's there's got to be some fight back. But it, what happens is, is people just get kind of used to it, don't think much about it. Then all of a sudden you wake up one day like you did and we have over time. And you realize, what the heck happened? I mean, how did this go? Because even if you look back, I mean – we have lots of things we'll talk about like that we've done and continue to do for advent and things that have been um helpful in trying to keep us mm-hmm. focused but 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 one of the things that I think that that has become apparent is to live that way <laughs> is out of the ordinary mm-hmm. to not have your lights up already mm-hmm. is out of the ordinary to not already have mm-hmm. your Christmas tree up is out of the ordinary right and you know, if it allows you the opportunity because people ask, well, hey, why is that not up? And we do a few things that actually will point to the fact because we won't even, we won't light our Christmas tree. But before we do that, I, I wanted to um, make sure that we talked about what um, Advent is. And th- that'll kind of give us kind of a springboard into what's going on. The, um, and I'm reading from... From Catholic.org. But says, you know, Advent comes from the Latin word that means coming. So Jesus is coming. <laughs> and Advent is intended to be a season of preparation for his arrival. Um, while it's usually regarded as a joyous season, it's also a period of preparation and, and like Lent, but not quite as not quite as um, I don't know if serious is the right word, not quite as um strict their prayer and penance and fasting and alms giving are all things that we should be doing as we prepare for that time you'll notice that this this coming sunday is is the end of the liturgical year it's the it's um it, the solemnity of christ of jesus christ king of the universe and it and it kind of you know puts a i don't know a bow commonly on commonly known as Christ the king that's Christ what a the king lot of people call yeah they christ the king i think I think the church has gone back to try to try to make sure that when we say he's king he's king of everything right he's the king of all creation of the universe, and that's that is what you know, the end for all of us is every knee shall bow. St. Paul says at some point, every knee will bend and all will proclaim that Jesus is Lord, whether they want to or not when he comes again, but he's, he's coming and it's interesting, you know, it comes, he's coming back a second time. He's coming back as King of the universe. He already is, but he'll come back and take take over as king of the universe he will be the one who rules all and it's it's interesting that that's how it ends but it's also how we begin the new year is we are looking forward to his coming and we're using his coming almost from the perspective well, almost from from the perspective of what it was like for the millennia prior to him being born 2000 years ago um, so during Advent we're preparing for his coming and in our minds we're thinking of his coming 2,000 years ago in the womb of Mary um, as a babe born in a manger or laid in a manger after being born in a uh, in a basically a cave <laughs> where animals were pr- protected in a barn of so I mean not really a barn but but like a barn and um and what that what that means but we're spending four weeks preparing our hearts for his coming and i think that that's, that points us both to remembering his coming 2000 years ago but springboard right off of reminding ourselves that he will come again um, and he will come again next time, not as a baby, not as uh somebody who is at the whim of a innmaker i mean of a, of an innkeeper um but he'll come back as king next time so um I guess that's where we springboard it's it it's a focus on the coming, so advent is that, and it's a time of preparation so we as Catholics are asked to be patient, I guess, for His coming. Um, I think that that's really important to remember. Um, very important to remember um, that we that we do that. So anyway, uh, these are some things that we do in preparation. I don't know where if you had where you wanted to start. I mean, one for us is is we typically wait to get a Christmas tree till much later.
2: Yeah. And this sort of happened, I think, for us. I I I don't want to take like some spiritual, you know, um, pat on the back about, you know, that this um, uh, it just um, sort of happened. We very much treasure um, our our family being able to all. Go together to get a tree, and and we've been through several different ways that we've done that. We've gone to um, tree farms and actually cut them down when the kids were younger. um, You know, with the proverbial Santa Claus hats, which they absolutely love. (laughs) Tongue in cheek, I'm saying that. Um, and uh, but they always complied. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, then we've gone to to, to local, you know, we've had to um, most recently we've had to kind of go back to getting a tree at little local um, places in town just because we wanted the whole family to be there. Um, and now with our kids, you know, kind of all over the map in college and high school, and, um, it's really hard, um, you know, for us to find that time that we are all together. So because of college and how that was happening, it, it, it sort of pushed us, um, you know, to, to getting it closer and closer to Christmas time. And so we, we really have, um, I think in that light, and talking about, you know, really now that our kids are older um, for our family, that preparation, it's like, wait, well, so what do we put out to prepare? I mean, you know, what, what, has meaning and of course the nativity set obviously has meaning um we're that family that doesn't have baby jesus in the nativity set until um sunday morning or actually sometimes after midnight mass if you know depending on when we've gone to church um we we love going to midnight mass but again sometimes we've had to be flexible and like last year, my mom was here. She couldn't tolerate at 82 years old, couldn't tolerate going to midnight mass. So we went to an earlier mass. And so Jesus, baby Jesus didn't get put into the manger until Christmas morning. Um, but um, and and so um, during that time of preparation, um, one of the neat things that we've done, and I think this is a pretty common little practice that people have done before. It's, uh, believe me, none of my stuff's original.
1: <laughs> right, and, and, and none it's of all, this is, this is not all, Catholic. Yeah. It's not like, we're not, like this is the Catholic way as yeah. opposed to the way you're doing it. Right. Okay? We're just trying to show that, again, we're meant to use signs because we're, you know, we're meant to use our humanity to show. And so whatever we're doing, again, it's being purposeful. We're th- we're, we're trying to think through, okay, what is this time about? What can we do to help in every way possible through senses, through our humanity, point us to this is what we're doing now. So um, I think that that's what we've done. So just be purposeful about that. You don't have to do, these are things that we've done. Please don't. It's a cash and thing, not a Catholic thing. (laughs) All right. It's just a cash and spin on a, purposeful way to point towards that your way could be different this is you understand what I'm saying I think it's really important for us to remember or for y'all to remember that we're not saying well if you do it differently this then you know you're going to hell or or something like that that's not that's not the case this is a cash and take purposefully sometimes accidentally like you said (laughs) but but hopefully mostly purposefully trying to point towards what Advent really is Mm -hmm. and it can be difficult to be honest,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, again with with the um, kind of to wrap up the the um, how we set up the nativity scene. You know, nativity set without baby Jesus in the manger. The manger is also empty. And I've cut yellow pieces of yarn. I mean, if you have straw that you can separate, that works too. In a little basket by the manger, and the kids, when you know, when they've done something. Um, and they've done something good when they've done something without being asked. When they've, um, like they can put in a straw. A, a sibling can put in a straw if, you know, a parent can put in a straw if you've ca- if you've caught someone, <laughs> you know, doing um something generous and giving um, and unselfish, and so it's just. Um, you know, it, it's it's just a reminder for us to live beyond ourselves. We are self-gift, and that is what we are made for, even though we struggle with the self-gift and the selfishness. <laughs> right. You know, usually uh, the, the good old Catholic way is uh, both and. There's tension on both sides, you know. Um, and as part of that, we do... Um, we just gave this talk actually not too long ago, um, under um, a financial umbrella talking about christmas um, but I know uh gift giving is my love language uh, that's just that's just me it's how I'm wired um and I really found myself, especially when the kids were younger, going just completely overboard, and I'm very embarrassed to confess that there was one christmas. <laughs> That we literally opened presents for two days because the kids were so tired of opening presents and they wanted to play. I think to that was play. the last one till we re-evaluated. Yeah, that so. was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, and so um, just after a lot of prayer and talking to other people who, you know, um, that, I mean, you always want to have those friends and family that that guide you to be a better parent, a better person, a better spouse. Um we came up we we came up with doing three gifts. If it was good enough for Jesus, it should be good enough for us. Um, and even to further focus that, because that's just really what I needed, <laughs> was we do um, the three gifts are are in three little categories. One gift is a want, one gift is a need, um, and one gift is a spiritual gift. And right. so that's kind of how we broke it down, and it has really helped me and i think the kids to focus on um you know more on christmas and not so much on the crazy you know gift giving and elaborate
1: Right, the 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 over the top stuff I mean. <laughs> that I can so I mean that, that that's into. a that's a practical from a budget standpoint. It's practical to, yeah. to, to limit to limit that. It's practical from the standpoint that you are getting. There are always things that you need. It doesn't always have to be um, that. And it and it points us to the fact that we're spiritual beings, and and the whole thing reminds us of we have these three gifts because that's what Jesus received um, from. From the kings, the, th- the three gifts that he had, that's the number that he received. So again, not perfect, not the only way, but is the cash and take to try to point our kids back towards doing that. Um, and and I, think, I think,
2: yeah. And in addition, we do, they, there is, we do pick cash and Kringle's um and that we try to do right after Thanksgiving and it is a secret and um it's a very limited i mean i think our daughter last year what she wanted from her cash and kringle was hot cheeto fries <laughs> uh,
1: a couple bags <laughs> a couple yeah.
2: bags of hot cheeto fries so um but they do have to earn the money either by doing extra jobs that are not already on their chore list um so it is that you know they have to spend their own money on on these gifts, um, and it's you know like a ten dollar I mean ten or fifteen dollar it's not elaborate um, but the other thing that we do in addition to the gift is during that during advent, it's an opportunity for you to secretly um. Do things for write them an encouraging note um make their bed. um they were the dishwasher this week, and you snuck in and did it for them or you know, so again, just some opportunities to practice um again, it's sacrifice,
1: it's penance, it's just things it's just things to point towards we're meant to be Jesus in this world we're we're not <laughs> we're we're <laughs> we we're short. selfish, we fall <laughs> short, but that during this time we're trying to make room. For Jesus in our hearts by trying to let go of those things that we hold on to, like our time, uh, our money, uh, those type of things, for the sake of somebody else. And again, that's that's um, the working for it. I think can point us to the fact that he came and he worked and provided for his family. I mean, there's so many things that you can connect, um, and it's fun if they get you know if they get in. <laughs> You know, if they get into the habit of, you know, at least during this time, doing little bitty things that that are helpful to someone else, then um, it, it can be fun. They can learn that that giving and and helping somebody else and sacrificing is not. It may be initially, you know, painful. I'm doing the quote signs. I mean, something that's rough, <laughs> but 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 in fact, it's it's not. So again. We're doing it that way. Um, I think getting back to the to the Christmas tree, I mean, this is an odd thing that we've done. And again, like you said, um, it, we kind of stumbled into it a little bit. But one of my favorite movies, and this is an Advent and Christmas, is It's a Wonderful Life. Now, we can talk about some theological <laughs> issues about, you know, uh, our angels, people who lived years ago. We're not going to get into that just enjoy the movie our kids love it to this day even in the black and white they 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 will watch it's a wonderful life the reason i bring it up is i find it interesting and it's something that kind of extended one day one time we were so late getting our christmas tree cuz of all the things that we barely found one <laughs> and and when we put it up by the time we put it up and got the the lights on it it was almost christmas eve anyway and we decided because we'd watched that show, I was like, "What are they doing on Christmas Eve?" Because that show is basically set on Christmas Eve. They're decorating their tree, and you know what? Most people have the tr- Christmas tree set up now. I think we can get away with that because our kids are older. Yeah, you know, than than maybe with with younger kids. So again, that's something we've kind of gone gone through. Um, you know, my my we still have this thing for my speaking of the tree, we have that this little. Felt deal that my grandmother made that starts on December first. Right,
2: the Christmas countdown, and mm-hmm. it
1: has the the countdown, and you take you. They have they have the little things in pockets, and there's a Christmas tree, and you put up one at a time. I sh- my grandmother made that, you know, years ago. I grew up putting those those little things on, and um, again, you want to build this sense of expectancy, this sense of preparation, the sense of. Uh, of excitement as something is coming, and you know what in this day and age, I think Advent is a great time <laughs> to try to reinstill that because this culture is not one this American culture is not one for waiting, not one for putting off, not one for saying it's not time yet, <laughs> you know um it's always let's 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 go, yeah. and if I want it, I'll have it now and you can
2: get it in 2 days from Amazon Prime <laughs> and right.
1: so i do think i do think that um that that this and waiting for the tree and maybe doing it in stages it kind of gets oh yeah it's coming it's coming even for the older kids even for me i mean i don't there is my favorite thing to do is after if we go to midnight mass or even if we don't is that before we go to bed with 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 all the with everything out and all the lights on the tree flashing and all the stuff up is to just sit out there next to it in silence. I mean it it is to this day at 52 years old I still get excited you know Christmas Eve. Um for different reasons. <laughs> but still I think it's it's a time to tap into that excitement in to make sure that we're pointing towards the right reason for our excitement. Um, anyway, so I don't know. We had we have other we had other things. So the Christmas tree, again, you may want to if if you can you may want to just if you put your Christmas tree up you know run first day of Advent or Thanksgiving or whenever if you if that's really how you how you do it then then maybe you stage putting putting it on with the crescendo being maybe the the angel on top or whatever being, you know, Christmas Eve or something kind of building up to that. I'm, I don't know how that looks, but, but just something building towards expectancy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think
0: what, I think what matters, what comes through and what y'all all are talking about. And I think for our listeners to take away is, and it it's a theme on the program, right. But you're being, you're being you're being intentional about your absolutely modes of observance. You you have a reason behind why you do what you do, other than this is what we've always done. Which that's perfectly fine for for certain
1: things. And sometimes, sometimes I've found this. Sometimes what we've always done, we've disconnected from the reason yeah, why. Right. We may just have to go back and find. Oh, hey, there. That's why we just had to reconnect it. It's it's not any different than. I mean, at least in concept, it's nothing different than people that go through the motion are going to mass without connecting. They're just doing what they do without thinking about why they do it. Yeah. So sometimes some of the stuff that you may have done, or your parents may have done, or you may have grown up in, you may just need to go back and look at well, why did we do that? And you may be surprised to find that there was there was a real reason. But as we've always said, you we have if we're purposeful. We're doing it. And if we use the church as a guide, then we have these nice little windows of time where we can focus on appropriate things and then move on appropriately. The church gives us that, gives us all kinds of teaching tools too. I mean, we do a we do a wreath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have your Advent. We have the Advent wreath, Advent wreath. Mm-hmm. Um, which is evergreen. Which again, you know, symbolically, you can look up what what it does, but it points to you know everlasting life. Um, you have the the candles. Um, when you go to mass, when you go to mass, there's the lighting of the candles. Uh, you know, for every day of Advent, you can point to the colors of the vestments. The want purple, they're going to be wearing purple three times of the four. That that's a, that's a great teaching opportunity. What does purple mean? Purple is a sign of penance, a sign of preparation, a sign of of waiting, of expectancy. Um, but we're not there yet. So those are great times when the third Sunday he's going to show up in you know <laughs> it typically rose I we we jokingly call it pink most most priests. <laughs> <laughs> will will jokingly take offense to that. They're
0: reluctant to call it
1: pain. But, right. <laughs> but 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 it, you can look at that and that there's there's even in the church there's there's almost a there's a sense even in the then there's kind of this I don't know what the like in, intuition that the church has that we got to remember what it's for. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of a sneak peek hey, we're about to have something really exciting here, you know? And Anyway, I think that that's that is um, that is kind of something that we can we can say. So, I mean, I I want know. to
0: make a plug for yeah. uh, the radio station that yes. we're gonna again between December seventeenth, starting oh, yes. December seventeenth and through December twenty third, we'll be broadcasting our own um, in house recording of the O Antiphons, the which o is o Antiphons. a very ancient awesome. prayer tradition, and they each day it highlights one of the titles of Christ okay yeah. drawn from mm-hmm. from the old testament especially and mm-hmm. scripture mm-hmm. and that's a lovely thing to do you know mm-hmm. you c- officially or technically it's supposed to be something you pray with the with the divine office but you're the laity you can do pretty much whatever you want you can work it in however you want to and that's so be listening for that we'll put we'll put the actual text of the prayers on the website so you can participate in that. Awesome. That's a great Jesse awesome. tree is another great was, tradition.
1: Right and the <laughs> Jesse tree, and so what? What that does is provide you, if you just for just take and again to the to the age of the child and as appropriate, all of those things are great for teaching that Jesus is the fulfillment of some prophecy of something that was that God was pointing to from way in advance. So if you just take a little bit of time every day to investigate, you know Lion of Judah, whatever you know, all the all the different things that that, that show up in the O antiphons and on the Jesse tree. And we had a there was a book or something that went through it, explaining. Um, it was
2: actually I got it in a mom's group one time, um, because it tells the story. I mean, it's salvation history is what Absolutely. the story is. And um we um, On the Jesse Tree. On the Jesse tree, yeah. And I I'm sure if you Google that or well, look on Facebook. It's because you have like
1: Noah's Ark. I mean you you
2: Well and and what, what it was that is there were there were actually little um pictures that we printed off and the kids, um, we, you know, cut them out and backed them on some fun Christmas paper, um, and use some purple ribbon. And I have a little miniature tree and we'll put one up a day and tell the story. Um, and I, and I know that it's probably, um, you know. Either on Pinterest or if you just Google Jesse Tree, you could find that. And I'll do that while we're sitting here talking to see if I can't have a, leave but, a link with. Um, but see, I think a lot audience. of so
1: a lot of times, and I even find myself with the, with the kids today, teenagers and older, thinking that we've done it okay. Being purposeful with them to make them understand that the reason we read the Old Testament, Jesus's and and his coming is predicted, pointed to <laughs> in the Old Testament. It's not like two different books that, oh, there's nothing there. There's, there are people that the, the, the point to Jesus, and there are events that point to Jesus. And so what we have to do is use these tools, which, again, in many cases the church gives us, the O antiphons, all point to something that, that shows that Jesus is the fulfillment of of some promise, of some prediction. And, you know, when they get older, <laughs> you could point out that some of these things were said hundreds, thousands, you know, years before he ever came. <laughs> and point to the fact that, see, God was showing us that. So there's a great teaching opportunity there. It's it, it really is replete with teaching opportunities. I mean, there there are as many opportunities as you'll just allow. So, I mean, a Joshua – a Jesse tree, I'm sorry. A Jesse tree is something that you can do and get ready. Um, I don't know. You know, we, we watch, you know, things that are not necessarily, you know, Christian. Like, we'll watch It's a Wonderful Life or – We'll miracle on thirty-fourth 34 street, street. I mean, we and we'll talk. And we'll are, talk, yeah, yeah. That, but we can talk. But those are all opportunities at various ages of talking about, you know, Saint Nicholas and and those. So, just use this time because you know you you get everybody together. Schools, you know, schools out. You know, there's much more time available for for interaction with family members, um, and because. They don't have homework. They don't have to be at school bright and early. So use this time. Even in the secular world, we have time set aside, whether they understand what it's really about or not. Um, and its depth is not as important as that. We should take advantage of the fact that that we do have that time together. So I mean, I, I like I said, Jesse Tree, and listen. Make sure and Stephanie can jump in on this too if she if she I think she's said this before, so I might just be repeating her she doesn't need to say it. Well, I was maybe. just going there. But <laughs> I know but exactly this, what you're saying. You say. know, pick <laughs> one thing that you haven't done. You know, one thing. And and particularly if you're a young parent, the good news is is you can it's like anything else that you do. Add it, see how it goes. And and the stuff that doesn't take you know, put aside, maybe try it again, or put aside and never try it again, and then and then the stuff that does. You know, do it and becomes a tradition, and it becomes a tradition because the kids you can see jump in and they're like, "Oh, this is cool," you know, this is something. Dennis one was a, worth one
2: doing. of the things that we will be. Um, resurrecting. Resurrecting. <laughs> it's because we probably haven't done it. In a year, a couple of years, maybe I'm not really sure. Time sort of all melts together, but um, we had our 18 year old ask if we could get out Jotham's Journey. These books, they're they're so awesome, amazing. Um, um it's um the the uh, gentleman's name. Um, that the book is by, and I'm just seeing it's on Amazon prime. They used to be out of print yeah. because at one point we had trouble getting them, but they are back. And I see it's here on Amazon prime. It's called Jotham's journey, a storybook for Advent. It's actually, there's a series. We've tried to read some of the other ones. This Jotham one is just t- desire just speaks to our family and it's just fun. The, the author is Arnold and it's tree It's Y T R E E I D E. Um, just an amazing set of books, but like I said, for some reason, for us, Jotham's journey. We tried the other. There's
1: like three of them written by him. They're yeah. all, and There's they're actually, actually the now. three or four. The books <laughs> yeah. are told from it's the same story, right? Told from different people's perspectives. The one that we that has been the best, and I'm not really sure why. I like it the best of the yeah. ones. It's the one that keeps is is the one about you like Jaffa. it because
2: of Decca of, of Megiddo
1: That's right. <laughs> But it's so funny. Our eighteen-year-old's like, well, "What was that guy's name, Dad? What's that guy's name?" Like, Decca of Megiddo. <laughs> but we he read it. Up a, we up. read it aloud. As they got older, we allowed some of the kids to 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 read it with us. Um, I don't think it's a Catholic guy. I think there's some things in there that you have to you have to not the story itself. There's questions.
2: Yeah. There's a little. Um,
1: the story is sufficient, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, without without that. Yeah. You, you, it is way more positive than anything that might be taken down. I mean, it's it way outweighed because number one, you're getting the family together. You're creating a custom It's a great story. It's a great, and reading. I can't, I don't want to, there's there's too many twists and things. Oh, that. If amazing. you haven't read it before, if you haven't read it before, the end is there no is no, yeah, spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers. There's a surprise yeah. ending. Um, Kind of I yeah. mean, You're surprised at the end Yeah of, of what's Who And there's so many Little twists and turns
2: Even reading it every year When you get it out again You're like Oh I forgot about that
1: Yeah It's still so, surprising <laughs> But um, so many great messages I mean you, Not just Christmas messages But it is definitely uh, You know Advent yeah, you know. And it is day. Now the thing about that book You know <laughs> Is To its credit It is It is really You have to start The Started at Advent and there's different reading programs so they they weren't just putting it out as like December 1st we start and and go forward so it it's almost as hard as the, the office of readings you know try, try <laughs> to figure out where where things and what needs to be read but if you do it right you know you'll you'll have you'll have time to have you know every night it'll be something you spend the, and the kids will love it oh, I gosh. mean I, yeah, they will the they, yeah. little kids will just they will love it yeah Um, this one's really weird. This is the shortest, this is as short an Advent as you can have. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anybody out there knows that, but, but because it's the four, it's the four Sundays prior to, um, Christmas, um, the fourth Sunday is the fourth Sunday. Yeah. And so you couldn't have a shorter Advent, um, which means you know again perfect for 2017 america right. i mean let's get the shortest advent possible right right get to christmas that's right if if there's a, if there was any waiting but um but i do think that um yeah this one i guess last year was probably the longest advent you know that you can have
0: um uh, i wanted to to jump in and add that you know there's advent uh there's the tradition of the the advent wreath and we're moving through the story of um, you know anticipation for Christ's coming but there's also some terrific saints feast days in Advent oh, yeah. so yeah. I was just yes. I don't want to miss any of them but well, December sure. 6th is St. Nicholas and that okay uh December 8th is the Immaculate Conception yes December 9th is St. Juan Diego December 12th is Our Lady of Guadalupe December 13th is St. Lucy. Um, so those are just right in those two weeks. There are just packed with great um, saints' feast days to celebrate, and there's you can you can go out and do your homework on different foods that you can eat, right. different um, traditions from different um, societies across the world to celebrate those those um, feast we'll, days. And on,
1: and like for that's us, fun, fun to do too. Yeah, on Saint Nicholas' feast day. That's usually when we. Make sure that by that day or on that day before they go to bed, we put up our we put up our stockings mm-hmm. on that day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is a kind of a mini gift day. Yeah. Typically, well, uh, we of, do
2: we do um, nuts and fruit and uh, you know, nuts and an orange, um, and I find the little gold money chocolates a, that you can usually find at the dollar
1: store. And if you're and if you're and if you're um, if you have younger kids. There's the old St. Nicholas that was done by I forget CCC. Yes. Uh like. cartoon it's it is yeah. a Catholic it is a Catholic yeah. um kind of take on on St. Nicholas and and Santa Claus and what the story behind that. It is really well done. It's a cartoon but the kids I mean heck I'd watch it <laughs> too but that would be a night that we may pull we would pull that out and do it we may or may not do it with our youngest being 16 now but they probably would watch it so.
2: oh yeah yeah
1: uh, but just to remind again remind us because it the report it points to what where saint nicholas came from and in his devotion to the child jesus and the fact that that he was wealthy and gave his wealth away so he's he's in a sense of a Christ figure mm-hmm. in in terms of his, having a great deal of wealth and d- deciding to give it away for the sake of mm-hmm. others and that you know he would you know the story is you know he saved one person by by they they were about to be sold in these girls were about to be sold into slavery and and he pays for them uh, the by kind of dropping surprisingly and without anybody knowing anonymously mm-hmm. enough money to pay for that to pay so that they aren't taken as slaves but right. Right. anyway
2: yeah no it, and it's so um you know it's it's good for kids to know that i mean saint nicholas is real and it evolved into you know santa claus here but um but that's why there's there's gifts that um you know that oh we have a caller yeah awesome
0: got a got a young a young <sighs> listener oh course
2: oh. Go ahead,
0: caller. Hi.
2: Hey, Maddie. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Hi, Matthew.
0: What do you want to tell us about? I
2: like lighting the advent. The advent wreath. You like lighting the advent wreath? Me too. Me too. You know what? And blowing out the
1: candles. (laughs) And blowing
0: out the candles. And blowing
2: them out. Boy, but you know, I bet you you're like our family. We have a lot of kids that like to to light and blow out the Advent wreath. Do y'all take turns? We do. We do. It's hard, huh? Is it hard? Uh Uh-huh. It is. It is. It is. But you know what? You can offer that to Jesus. When you give your brother a turn, when you really want to do it, or you give your sister a turn, but you yeah. really want to do it, you can give that to Jesus.
1: That's a, and that would be like for us, we put a little you put sp- a little, little straw. straw in, the, uh, in absolutely. In his,
2: then you get to go put a straw in his manger and make it softer for when he comes.
1: Yeah, that's so great.
0: <laughs>
2: right. That's awesome. Well,
0: Maddie, thank you for calling. It's it's so, always so yeah, lovely to hear your come voice. Come I love you. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Papa, I know something.
0: Okay, go ahead, Michael. Uh,
1: my favorite part of Advent is when we do the Advent calendar.
2: Oh. We cool. were just talking about that. That makes it really exciting as it gets closer and closer to Jesus being born, huh? Yes. That's awesome. Uh, man. Y'all sound like you've got a lot of great traditions.
0: Hi. <laughs> Hi, Anna Claire. Hi, <laughs> Did you, you want to get in on this? We just have a, about a minute. What's your
2: favorite Advent
1: tradition? Um, the Advent calendar.
2: The wow, Advent calendar. Yeah. Another one for the Advent calendar. Wow, y'all are awesome. Thank y'all so much for calling in.
0: Yeah.
1: You're
2: welcome.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talk to you all later. Thank you. Love you. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving,
2: yes.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I've, I miss those days. <laughs> uh, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: Yeah. our advent calendar, actually, we have a little Playmobil nativity set. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so cool. Robin, Playmobil. Robin made this calendar where we put different parts of it in each little bag and they, every day they open it and they slowly build con- kind of put the oh, that's nativity cool. set together. Oh, that's, wonderful. that's a great idea.
2: That's a great idea.
0: We put baby Jesus out first. No, I'm
1: kidding. We don't. We don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, it's whatever. It's whatever yeah. works for your family.
1: <laughs> it, 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 again, it, uh, the, the answer is not is not. Here's the answer. The answer is just be purposeful in what you're doing. The cool thing is, is, is you can hear the expectation already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah in the yeah. kids
1: you can i mean you can hear it in their voice which is so exciting as a, as a parent it ought to be um so just embrace that and build on it and continue it and you'll still have cuz i still think i have excitement because my parents did a good job of keeping me excited even if maybe i didn't know what i know now but but because they kept christmas as a as a solemn special time it it's you know, I I would hope that most of us have have had that experience, but but I think everybody I listening to this I'm sure desires to spread that experience. And yeah. um so well, and
2: I think the reason that we chose to do Advent um, you know, this early is because especially on the with show, it, yeah. yeah, this early on the show is because it, it is it's one of those things that sometimes you're so caught up. I know for me, I get so caught up in Thanksgiving and that family time. Um, and then, you know, you have the the post tryptophan Thanksgiving right. <laughs> right. blues. And um and you forget that, oh my gosh, okay, it's Advent. I mean, it's time to, it's go time. It's time to start. So, you know, just maybe while you're chopping onions or, you know, shelling pecans or whatever it is that that you're doing to prepare for Thanksgiving. Um, just kind of start thinking about, um, you know, that Advent is coming and how do you want to make it more purposeful for your family. And, you know, as we always kick a dead horse and say, please just pick, you know, one or two simple things and do them really well and, um, you know, make it make it part of your family, part of your routine. And like Trace said, if it sticks, keep it. If it doesn't, hey, there's always next year to try something you know something new so I
1: mean I'm, I'm I don't have I don't own stock in Jotham's journey but I I really yeah. <laughs> if you have no idea and you don't want to I would I would recommend that if um, yeah I think Especially for anybody, if you have some,
2: if uh, some middle I mean like your your kids I think that is it would even be old enough even because the youngers tend to listen because the elders enjoy it um, now if you've got you know Three yeah, no. and four-year-old, yeah, four no. year old. yeah the they got to understand
1: the story. They got to yeah, be able to fully yeah. understand it for yeah. it to be.
2: Yeah, because it's a, it's a really, I mean, it's a pretty mature little story, but
1: it is. It's and awesome. there's a, there are a few little sc- scary things, but nothing. Yeah, yeah I don't think that yeah. it can't be. Um, yeah, and it's there's some very lessons. cliffhanger. It's a
2: really. Yeah, yeah now you always. say,
1: what you'll get is. Can we read Can we read Can we read tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Can we read another? You know, I'm sure (laughs) that we would get that in my family. No, I mean, like, okay, we'll do one more, you know, one more. (laughs) Well, and, you
2: know, there, there, obviously there are times when, you know, not everybody could be there that night. So we're, we are catching up on, you know, a couple at a time. So, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, but uh, I I could see a certain child also, um, sneaking, let's say, (laughs) Right. And reading ahead, yeah, reading ahead, yeah. And you know, if you're listening, you know who you are. But I well, love, and I love you. Uh, that's great. I love you for that. Yeah.
1: But it's fun, yeah. like I said, even with them knowing the story, that they'll. I promise you, even our 16 year olds will ask for the next one because yes. 18's asking to do it again. It'll yeah. be his last Christmas. Well, not the last, Christ- yeah. last Christmas, but last Christmas is a high school student. Yeah, um, yeah, at home. At home. Yeah. So I think it's. I think it's great. Yeah. But, yeah. but you want that you yeah. want you want you want advent to do that and then and then of course we'll we'll talk as we go forward and we're getting there about the extension is is that you know Christmas basically begins <laughs> Christmas even and lasts for like so you know what people always come over to our house you know come you know early <laughs> January what well, a Christmas tree up <laughs> y'all do well <laughs> no. actually, you know that's the this is this is the Christmas season, you know mm. just it's an it's a way to i guess. Use the opportunity to evangelize when people come in and say, "Hey, why are your stuff all the way uh, still up?" You know. So, but we'll talk about that another time. I know we're we're getting we're getting close to to an. So I
2: I think that um, I I think I've mentioned before I'm doing this just phenomenal Bible study um with some ladies from St Mary's um, an Ascension Press. It was a biblical walk um with Mary, um and it's just been um. An amazing blessing, not only the women, but just the study itself. Um, If you ever have the opportunity to do any Ascension Press, I just love the way it's organized and um, the way that it ties in the Old Testament. I mean, you see just the threads of detail that God just you know brings to fruition um, in the New Testament. And but one of the big takeaways from this study for me, um, and it's it's in Luke two, chapter nineteen. So I mean, uh, chapter Two, verse 19 Luke 2 19 Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart um, and this is of course after the the um, shepherds had visited the the child Jesus um, who was born in the manger and I just want to encourage all of you out there to spend some time pondering um, it's really a lost art form I have very much struggled with it because I'm not a quiet person and so um, I just encourage you to spend some time, like Mary, treasuring um, all the all the blessings in your life um, and, and just pondering them um, in your heart. Um, just remember, um, only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. God bless. We hope you have a wonderful, blessed Thanksgiving. Pray Happy
1: Thanksgiving. Us. God bless. We're
2: we'll praying for pray. you.
0: Thank
1: you for listening to this local production of Red Sea Catholic Radio. Tune in next week at the same time to hear Trey and Stephanie Cashin share more on the mystery of parenthood.